This is an All Ears English podcast episode 195, four tips to instantly sound more American in English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. In this episode, find out what four of the most common pronunciation nuances for native speakers are and how to instantly recognize them and even use them. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Lindsay, how's it going? Hey, it's, it's going great, Aubrey. How are you? Excellent. I have a question for you. Okay. Are there any like really slang kind of strange phrases that were said in your hometown that you don't hear very often? Can you think of one? Absolutely. I have a great example. Okay, let's hear it. I'm so glad I have this. Wicked. Wicked awesome. Wicked cool. That's wicked awesome. They still say it. They still say it up there in New Hampshire, Boston. Um, I love yeah. it. I love it. I'll hear it every now and then in a movie that's very Boston. Very to Boston. To say something's wicked cool. But it's true. We don't hear it outside of, I think, New England much. Yeah. Wicked awesome. Right? It's, it's <laughs> such... <laughs> But I I said this so much when I was a kid and I went to college in Virginia and I cut myself off because I went to Virginia. Everyone's talking with y'all and there's the soft Southern kind of talk. And I thought it sounded so beautiful. I just left it behind. Like I'm I'm leaving wicked behind. We'll leave it it behind. But when I go home, like my brother, he never left New Hampshire. He went to UNH. He Mm. married a girl from Maine and they also use wicked. And I'll hear it when I'm at his house. And I think, oh, my gosh, that is my past. I have a really funny one too in my hometown in Idaho. They'll say used to could, which means used to be able to, right? They'll say like, you used to could turn left there, but you can't anymore. (laughs) That's so funny. That sounds so countryside. It's so rural, right? But everyone there says it and I'll, I'll forget about it because I never hear it when I, you know, here in Arizona. But then if I go back home for a holiday or for the summer and I'll hear people say it again. <laughs> yeah, you used to could swim in the canal, but now it's so... <laughs> I'll just laugh. It's so funny. I love that. And so do you ever use it when you be honest? Do you ever use it? I mean, every now and then we we want to come back into our culture and it's it's just coming home. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. My husband laughs because sometimes if I'm on the phone with someone, he'll hear me sort of slip into a little bit of the accent, some words like that. He's like, who are you? Yeah, you know, it's so funny. I was just thinking about this last night. We were watching a TV show, New Amsterdam, and the woman, the main actress, 
she was the head of the ER and someone came in and was threatening her with something and she broke into her New York accent when she got um, agitated. And we have a friend from Boston and we always joke around. He ended up in kind of an altercation on the street. He's, you know, he's he's left New England. He's traveled a ton all over the world. He talks in a very standard textbook accent, right? Mm -hmm. But once we heard him getting into an altercation on the street and he he said, oh, you're going to get charges. Watch out, you're going to get charges, meaning he's going to get in trouble legally. And this super crazy Boston accent came out and we we tease him to death about it now because it's kind of this accent that comes out on the street when you're in an environment. Yeah, because we're sort of (laughs) polishing our English for our our day-to-day speak once we've left our hometown. But then once you, if you're really angry or something and you forget, you forget to polish it and that'll come out. Yeah, it's like like something about your home comes out in your emotions when you Mm -hmm. get emotional in one way or another. so funny. I love that. You're going to get charges. Charges. We still talk about that. We tease him about it because yeah, it's great. So that's what we're talking about today, right, Aubrey? Yes, there is some slang that is a little less specific to your location than wicked and used to could. But there are some (laughs) slang combinations that most Americans use that you'll hear very often. TV, movies, on the street. And we want to help you guys be able to use these because they're very native and natural. Oh, yeah. And this is great. So this is good. Again, like you said, this is not about any one region. But it's about really talking to all American people and you're hearing it because it's about hearing it, too. Exactly. Yep. We bridge words. We speak quickly. We shorten Mm -hmm. words. And sometimes like these four we're going to talk about, it creates an entirely new word that we use all the time. Yeah, and I love it. We're going to go through them right now. But first, I just want to give our listeners a second to go ahead and hit follow on their podcast player. Aubrey, why do we have to follow this show? Yes, we have four episodes each week and sometimes bonuses that you won't get if you're not following. So you don't want to miss any episodes. Make sure you follow the All Ears English podcast. Awesome. Okay, so what's the first one? The first one is wanna, which Mm -hmm. just means want to, but rarely will you hear an American say want to. I want to go out tonight because it takes too much work and we're speaking faster. We Uh cram those together. We blend them into, I want to go out tonight. Also in the same way that saying chadges or wicked or used to coulda connects you to people. I think Mm -hmm. saying I want to go out tonight might disconnect you to people. Yes. Very good point, right? It pulls everything native and natural out of your sentence, makes you seem much more formal. And Mm -hmm. it's usually not a formal situation. Most of the times we're speaking English, it's informal with friends. And you wouldn't want to slow it down and emphasize those, those words, because just like you said, it's going to pull out that connection. It's so true. It's so true. It's all language. This is why I love our slogan, connection, not perfection. It's all about connection. That's the main purpose of language. And our listeners know this, right? They know that when we say things in in a non-slangy way, it can disconnect us. They do the same thing in their languages. So you guys are going to understand this and resonate with this. We just, the key is just listening for these, right? Understanding what they sound like when we do use these slangs. They're not exactly slangs. They're just different ways to bridge words. It's just speaking faster and not taking the time to emphasize letters Mm -hmm. that it just takes too too much time. We ain't got time for that. (laughs) We don't have time for that. Exactly. (laughs) I love it. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So what's the next one then? Shoulda. And yeah, well, instead of should have, we Mm -hmm. blend these together and just say shoulda. I shoulda told the truth. Yeah. And then I love how other kind of common sayings stem off from this, like the expression woulda, shoulda, coulda. Yes, exactly. When would you say that to someone? Woulda, shoulda, coulda. Yeah. If someone tells me what I should have done differently, right? Oh, you know, you should have arrived earlier and you wouldn't have missed something important. Mm -hmm. "Ah, Woulda, shoulda, coulda. Yeah. And, or even I'll just say it to myself. Oh, I should have done that. Woulda, shoulda, coulda. Too bad for me. Right. Kind of Mm -hmm. teasing myself and saying, oh, everything's in hindsight. You know, you just be smarter next time in a way. Reprimand myself a little bit. (laughs) Yep. We say this when we, we can't go back. We don't have any control over the past or just sort of saying it playfully like, well, if I would have known, I should have done that, could have done that, but I didn't. I think over time, we just have to develop a little patience for ourselves, a little grace that we know we're going to make mistakes in life. And, you know, mm-hmm. that has to be okay. You just have mm-hmm. a sense of humor about the, exactly. <laughs> the hindsight. There's always hindsight, like, oh, my gosh. Uh, for example, like, you know, I should have bought a home in Denver in 2014 before the housing Ugh. market blew up. And now right. my home would be worth 500 times what it was in 2014, right? right? Yes. This year, I should have bought one. <laughs> I know. It's so true. Hindsight's 2020 is what we yeah. That's another fun idiom. Like if you think about 2020 vision being perfect, that's what we call it when you can see perfectly. And you'd be like, hindsight is 2020. Because if you could see the past, then you can see it perfectly. But yeah, when we're in the moment, we don't know what's going to happen. That's okay. That's all right. So the next one, guys, is gonna. And I think this might be the most common of all of them. I even uh-huh. type this. I Sometimes I wonder <laughs> totally. if I shouldn't type this. I, want, I, I see myself typing, you know, to anyone. Hey, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be there. I'll be there. I'm going to be there at seven. I wonder if I should actually write I'm going to. Because, no, for sure no? not. I mean, in an email, right? A business yeah. email, I would recommend you write yeah, out I'm business. going to. You could still do the contraction sure. for I'm. I'm going mm-hmm. to. But in a text or an email to a friend that's super informal. Like if yeah. you typed gonna to me, I wouldn't even think twice. Okay. okay, good. So I didn't know because, you know, I sometimes I'll see that I'll read my text like, is this annoying? Because some, <laughs> sometimes abbreviations and acronyms in texts are annoying. Like I'm trying to think of an example. Like I don't too know, much of the pe- LOL, FML, yeah, whatever text. Or, or, yeah. Or when people put like a Z instead of an S, just write the S at the end of a word, mm, right? Just, yes. <laughs> I think I it's know. good. It's a good thing to point out though, because you, you guys listening, you might be wondering like, in what context can we use these? Is it too informal? And for the most part, these are always appropriate, even at work. Yeah. Like if you're just chatting with a friend, water cooler, even in a meeting, you're going to say, okay, yeah. guys, we want to be quick about this. You're not going to stop and say, we want to get to the agenda. No, you're going to say, yeah. we want to get to the agenda. Everyone's got stuff to do. Yeah. These you'll hear all the time in every situation. Yeah, mostly it's more about time, just not mm-hmm. having the time to say the full, the exact, all the words and the, you know, all the sounds. That's yeah, the key. It would actually yeah. sound very strange if someone slowed down and said, we yeah, want would. to do all of this today. <laughs> no, it sounds so strange. 
Exactly. Connect, be connected to other people by using these. And then the last one, Aubrey, is what? Gotta. So this yes. is got to, which mm-hmm. is already pretty informal slang, right? Instead of we have to do something, we just say got to. But then we blend those together into gotta. She says she's got to work. Yes, yes, exactly. And Michelle and I just recorded an episode. I don't remember which one it was, uh, but about using gotta like as have. I have. I got a car. Mm-hmm. Right. I got a car. Um, so that's another way we use it a little bit less commonly, but it is pretty natural to say got for have too. So this oh, could yeah. be confusing. I do that all the time. Do you? Right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, what would be an example? I would like, so if someone um, asked me about my kids' grades, I could be like, uh, yeah, I got, I got a kid in second grade. Yeah. I got a kid in high school. And yeah, really perfect. I'm saying I have a kid in high school. Yeah. So this could be a real challenge for our listeners. So guys, when you hear this, just try to differentiate what are we say- What exactly is the native speaker saying? Look at the context, mm-hmm. right, Aubrey? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll know from context which we're saying. And both of them, we're just blending got, because we often say got instead of have with mm-hmm. to, right? Or exactly. with uh, have. got a uh, or yeah. got to. <laughs> exactly. Oh, all this, all this, uh, these native ways to pronounce, but I think it's really all about listening and here and listening for it first, mm-hmm. right? Listening for it. And you can use it if you want, guys, you can do this, follow our advice, but definitely make sure you understand it when you hear it being said. Yes, exactly. Right. You, you want to be speaking like natives, right? You yeah. want to be speaking as informally as we do. You could practice in a mirror. You can do some mimicking of podcast TV shows. You can pause this one, rewind it, right? And just imitate us saying these example sentences. That'll give you that confidence to, to do it when you're speaking with natives. Yeah, such good stuff. I'm glad we talked about this. Probably one of the more important episodes of All Ears English. But guys, in the next one, it's going to be an interesting one. So make sure you move on to the next. We're going to talk about how to use spreadsheets to maximize your English learning. So let's go ahead and see what that one's all about, Aubrey. Awesome. All right. I'll see you there. (laughs) All right. Take care. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.